You're listening to Financial Insights, a podcast that helps investors through the difficult maze of financial planning and saving for retirement. I'm Brian Ullman, and I'm a financial advisor and certified financial planner at Ford Financial Group. And together with some guests and other advisors at my firm, we're talking about the issues and questions relating to finance that face our clients every day. All right, we're back after a fantastic weekend. I know mine was filled with uh, Little League Baseball, where my son's team of kindergartners and first graders remains undefeated, mostly because they can uh, hit the ball slightly better than any of the other teams, none of whom can field the ball. But that's neither here nor there. It still makes for a good weekend. Monday is starting off with a bit of a challenge. If you hear construction work going on, it's because I've got dump trucks and cranes and stuff right outside my window, but we're going to keep rolling anyway so we can cover what went on in a wild week last week and what what is gone on here over the last month or so with earnings and reviewing earnings from the S&P 500. So last week was a rough week for markets. The S&P 500 was down just less than a percent and a half. Um, Dow was down a little bit more than a percent. NASDAQ more than 2%. It just, it was, it was tough, particularly on Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, and, and I think what we really saw was that the growth oriented, the growth laden NASDAQ composite was the week's laggard because traders were, were doing a risk off approach to things. Um, as we headed toward the mid year, uh, the NASDAQ has lagged all other U.S. indices following strong performance from last year, supported by resilience in the stay-at-home technology names. Uh, the technology sector, though, now has given way to cyclical or something also called value names that can thrive during an early economic expansion. So what was working last year is not really working this year. And the things that were hurt last year are doing better so far this year. So uh, markets overseas also fell last week with developed international markets slightly outperforming emerging market equities. But overall, international stocks and developed markets may have had their best chance in over a decade to sustain outperformance. And the strength in cyclical value stocks alongside the tech sector weakness gives European and Japanese markets actually a fighting chance to keep up with the U.S. as those economies fully reopen. So we are we're making some headway, uh, but we are in this odd transitional phase. Some are calling it a rotation out of tech-oriented stocks were the names that got us through the pandemic and that really surged and whose values really surged over the last year, now rotating into um, kind of less interesting, not not quite as sexy kind of investing, right? Um, I think you can really see it uh, from last week where the the consumer staples sector led every S&P 500 index sector over last week. Uh, you know, really, I think market participants noticed the relative value in consumer staples given their underperformance so far this year. Uh, but it's the stuff you need versus the stuff you want. And the stuff you need is what's really in, in, in favor here. Um, we're going to get into earnings in a second, but really with over 90% of the S&P 500 companies reporting results, first quarter earnings are tracking at an almost 50% year over year increase. Um, in addition, the S&P 500 revenue is on track to increase 10% year over year, which is more than 4% above the March 31st estimate and the largest upside surprise that FactSet has ever recorded. And that's something that we're going to talk about this week. 
we had a truly record-breaking earnings season, and it's wrapping up, uh, and it's something uh, to tackle, I think, and question whether or not we've hit a peak in earnings and economic growth, um, and and kind of figure figure out where we may be going from here, uh, because at the start of at at the start of earnings season, the S and P five hundred index earnings were expected to be up of just about 25%. Uh, and some, including some at LPL Research, thought that even somewhere above 30% was likely. Well, did corporate America ever top that? With nearly 90% of the S&P 500 companies having reported, first quarter earnings are tracking to a remarkable nearly 50% year-over-year increase, as I mentioned just a little bit earlier. And that and revenue growth is on track to grow 10% year-over-year uh, four percentage points above the March 31st estimate, as I mentioned earlier as well. Um, LPL research, actually, as a result of the strong earnings season, upped their 2021 forecast for the S&P 500 earnings um, to about 87 to 190, $187 to $190 a share, up more than 10% from their, or $10 rather, from their prior estimate. Um, so really, because everything has done so well, it's forcing forecasters and economists to modify what they thought their estimates were going to be uh, for this year. Uh, the question is, are we at peak everything? You know, for the economy, it's tougher to grow when the bar is raised. Uh, manufacturing data and services data uh, both missed the mark last week, uh, suggesting we might have hit the cycle high. Uh, given that the economy has been growing now for about a year, it's perfectly normal for the that low-hanging fruit to already have been picked, uh, where the easy part of growth to peak is is right around now. But it doesn't mean a recession's around the corner. It's just growing more from here is difficult. Uh, we haven't recovered the jobs yet. We still have about $8 million to go. And you tend to see many more years of growth after growth peaks. So our growth rate may not be able to be sustained the way it was as we come out of COVID, but it doesn't mean we stop growing here. Um, we'll probably see, I think there are some estimates, even from LPL research, that they don't think growth earnings have peaked or earnings growth has peaked yet, but we'll probably see earnings growth peak somewhere in the second quarter. Um, so I think that's an interesting take that once growing a lot doesn't mean you stop growing. It means you can continue to grow, but your pace of growth may begin to slow. It certainly, certainly doesn't necessarily mean recession. I mean, there's so many things that would cause recession. If anything, we've got some inflation coming. Um, as Don Collins and I discussed on last week's casual Friday broadcast, you know, we've got supply and demand issues that are pushing prices higher. And that's that we are we are in early recovery stages still, not anything to, that needs to be worried about as far as recession or anything's concerned. Um, and, and we've even cited before here that the second year of a recovery is a lot choppier than the first. It's easy to come dig yourself out of that hole, but now you've start you have to start to grow. And we're in that show me phase now where we're gonna see, especially if the Fed begins to kind of taper some of their stimulus, we're gonna begin to see where this economy actually is how quickly we're going to regain those those jobs that haven't come back yet. Is it going to take kids getting back to school to regain those jobs? Is it going to take these unemployment uh, benefits starting to expire or both to, to get people uh, back to work if they're willing to work? Um, all these, the jury is out on some of these questions. And so I, I don't think it's anything here to fear. It's 
pretty common for us to have a rocky summer, which it seems like we've started to get this week. Um, and growth rates may slow, but we're going to continue to grow and continue to move higher. Uh, and I think that is the important perspective to retain here as we get into these choppy summer months. So I'm going to leave it there. Have a great rest of the week. I look forward to talking to you next week. And if you don't already, check us out on Facebook and YouTube. We're on Fridays after the market close. We do our casual Friday broadcast. Uh, we go live on YouTube and live on Facebook where the advisors of Ford Financial Group discuss four charts that we find. We cover the, you know, we chat about the week that's passed, but also uh, get into some detail on four charts that we find interesting. Uh, and I think you will as well. So if you have questions, email us info at FordFG.com. Our website's FordFG.com. I look forward to talking to you next week. The advisors with Ford Financial Group are registered representatives with and securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, and SIPC. Investment advice is offered through Ford Financial Group, a registered investment advisor and a separate entity from LPL. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Stock investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. The economic forecasts set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted. Ford Financial Group and LPL Financial do not provide tax or legal advice or services. This information is not intended as a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security referred to herein. 